are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. you break the chains which you at the dawn of your understanding have fastened around your noon hour and what is it but fragments of yourself you would discard to become free from the prophet Khalil Gibran what up it's me again and we are back with Another season of Soul Script Podcast, my god, a lot has fucking transpired, and I know I'm not alone in the major shifts that have been happening, in the extremes that have been exposed, the masks that have been revoked since I last shared and published an episode, so... This episode is going to be a bit of a personal one um, because I feel it to be necessary in order to, you know, break the ice. And um, I know some ears will perk up at hearing that and, and some will wonder why. But I, um, you know, as an artist, it is our duty to reflect the times that we are in. And presently, I cannot lie, my heart is a little heavy and has been for longer than is acceptable that is unacceptable I cannot even begin to unravel in great detail um, what exactly has been weighing on me without having to give a play-by-play which you know we don't need to do that at this point because in this new Gregorian new year, um, it's 11.33. In this new year, it is less about the talk and more about the walk. Less about the how and more about the doing. So um, what I can do is share a theoretical notion that has surfaced for me in the midst of all that has transpired since the last episode of the podcast, which was last June. So, there's something that I'm not sure is, oh, before I go there, I'm sorry, I'm a little rusty, before I go there, um, I would like to put notice out that this season of the podcast um, is going to be very interesting since the focus is going to be on our inner wellness. And not that the previous season did not demonstrate that, but we're taking a look more at the hot topics of mental health that um, have been becoming more of a trend 
because anything that is a trend within a large, you know, demographic of people denotes a deeper root. Um, so with that being said, I would like to start by re- referencing the quote that you heard at the beginning of this episode by Prophet Khalil Gibran. Um, I love that quote, for one, because it it describes the different seasons of change that we go through without kind of fully giving it all away that this is a thing, without fully giving it all away that there is an answer within the question, right? And how shall you rise beyond your days and nights unless you break the chains which you at the dawn of your understanding have fastened around your noon hour? In other words, how can you get outside of yourself, out of your own way, out of your own self-sabotage without breaking the things that you have grown and wanted to be comfortable, to be enabling, how do you intend on getting out of your own way? And what happens? What will be of you? Or rather, who will you be once all is said and done? Once you realize that who you have been has not been true to you. That speaks to me on a deep personal level. A lot of things, um, you know, my motto, and excuse me if parts of this broadcast is a bit uh, delayed, because as I said, my heart is a little bit heavy, but uh, bear with me. This is part of my sacred space that I have created as a creator, is being able to have the courage and the strength enough to vocalize and share parts of this journey. That is why Soul Script came to me. That is why the motto is to keep it sacred. So that way, all parts harvested and embodied are what fits what works what is true what is meant to be and what is pure at heart it is about preserving the pure at heart actually so um there's this thing called imposter syndrome right and it is very interesting to me how um, how trends work when it comes to our pathologies as people. Um, I remember being in high school and taking fashion class. Um, shout out to all the fashion majors out there. It, it is a lifestyle, not just... A course of study. 
um, and that is something that I'll always hold dear to my heart, but I digress. I remember being in fashion marketing class and learning the cycle of a trend and the standout wisdom when it comes to that was that trends are cycles, yes, um, and they always come back around, okay? They always come back around. Now, the trends that we are being exposed to now um, have to do more so with mental health and things because for so long it has been out of trend to put our focus there on a conscious level, right? Now, with the age of Aquarius, the age of information, uh, and the internet being a byproduct of that shit, there is a lot of room for interpretation of these trends. Imposter syndrome is something that I have noticed to be a uh, effect, a side effect of this age of information. And the mass of that in 2020 has already been doing a fucking superb and gut-wrenching job of ripping away those masks. But it still stands, you know. To have dialogue about something is to cast spells and also to break them. So... Before I go into a whole spiel about the alchemy of that, because I was just about to, I felt it. Um, <laughs> um, I just want to talk a little bit, touch more on what this is and, and, and how this, you know, really uh, plays a, has a hand in how we interact and indulge in our intimacy with one another because y'all know I am an intimacy advocate I have grown and been shown to believe and trust that working on the things that we deem intimate and that uh, allow us to be intimate with each other and putting a different perspective on those things is part of the process that will bring us together once more back to our state our natural state, St. Kofa, which means to go back and retrieve what was left or discarded or forgotten. Okay, so in the spirit of St. Kofa, in the, in the light of these trends, uh, imposter syndrome is an internal phenomenon that occurs when we go to measure our value of output into the world, especially in areas where we, we're pretty knowledgeable in, where we are seasoned in, where we have been initiated in knowing better, right? Through direct participation and observation. It's this weird feeling of unworthiness, despite, you know, life mirroring back how 
much we are needed, how much one's presence, expertise, efforts, perspective, being is needed and warranted to be in a space where it can allow healing and allow leadership and allow just evolution. I feel like it's like a fucking phenomenon, honestly. Phenomenons, you know, things that hard to describe. You can't really put your finger on why it is there and how it exists, but and, and it's almost taboo to even try to address it, but it is still experienced on a subtle level, subtle enough to slip underneath the psyche because it, it's it's like when you try to track this thing, the root of it is elusive. Unlike following breadcrumbs of signs of a depressed state or an anxious state or even a manic state, imposter syndrome is more of an elusive cloak rather than a biochemical ailment, such as the aforementioned things. It is literally a spirit, an entity formed by thoughts, which is thoughts are information, right? Thoughts are information. The age of information, there is a plethora of thoughts and things that don't belong to us that we are constantly coming in contact with. I can say all this with confidence because I've been experiencing it. In every field that I have had some sort of a passion in, that I have had some sort of an interest in, that I've had even the skills in, beyond initial interest and intrigue. You see? As well as experiencing, I have experienced the depression. I have experienced the anxious states. I have experienced or those two things rather have lent to me being able to see and debatably experience a manic state. Yes, I said it. 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 I'm calling it out. I'm casting it out. Why? Because it is so necessary to be a willing participant on a conscious level. And conscious is another thing that has become one of those masks that came with the age of information. But that does not make it any less or negate the the position and the purpose of it to be conscious and aware. All of it is predestined. Is not not without purpose or reason. So I vowed to speak up on it, to cast out my own demons. And just for the ear that might need to hear. Funny thing about imposter syndrome is we see it so much, especially in our culture these days. Um, especially when it comes to realms of entertainment and art because our society has been 
you know, structured, the matrix of our society has been structured in a way that allows this, that enables this, and causes this. It is a grand cognitive dissonance that just really flies under the radar unless you are really truly dealing with it. Um, for me, my personal experience has been uh, just, before I say what I'm about to say, I, w I do want to put out there when it comes to imposter syndrome as well, um, that it is not to be mistaken for low self-esteem. It is not to be mistaken for low self-esteem, for envy, or any of those things that are a symptom of low self-esteem. Granted, it can lead to a degradation, a degradation rather, of self-esteem. In and of itself, it is not that. Okay, um, because I have come to reflect and 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 realize, and I gotta big up myself that I am not one of those people who was born with the natural instinct and setting that I'm not shit. If anything, my intrinsic self-esteem and wisdom is so high that I'm constantly having to re-big up myself and, and rebirth myself and rebirth my ego, rather. Because that's what it is. It has, it's an, it has to do with the ego. And rebirthing my ego to stay intact and stay true to that truth. To stay aligned with it. So, I have to say that before I go on and give my own personal tape. Just for the record. Now remember, this is all, you know, theoretical. Based off of my own experiences. So, my experience as of late... Uh, not even as of late, but since I started my passionate journey of purpose has been to really feel out and get real about what my abilities are and my capabilities are. Now, my capabilities are what I am will have more to do with willpower. My general abilities have to do with what I was, what was passed down to me and what I have embraced. Having the willpower to further those abilities really can make or break the perspective or rather the participation in existence of imposter syndrome within the psyche. Now, I know I may be venturing into ill-charted and barely-charted territory talking about this, but the show goes on. So, I noticed this within myself, um, or about myself, rather, 
over time, really, uh, I went digging and diving real deep into life's mysteries and the hidden things and my own suffering um, about, mm, I say about almost a decade ago when my stand-in father um, died. Now, it didn't, my journey didn't start off the way it has come to, though. What began as me trying to fill a void by expressing myself through writing and my other, you know, preferred art forms has become a purpose that allows me to share and be a healing conduit as well as mirror to those who resonate what can be done, period. So in that, in, in, in fluctuating between my own extremes, my own depression and anxiety and mania, um, it's been very interesting to come to terms with fucking imposter syndrome because when you do the work and it's so deep to the point where you reach that vortex of primordial creation, I'm talking about that zero point of nothingness. When you connect with that zero point, and the nothingness that creates everything. It is a very refreshing and scary place to be. So, building up from there, I began to share how I've been building up. I began to also hide the little parts that have arguably been vital in my growth. Now, when it comes to me, you know, demonstrating and leading by example as I feel I should, it hasn't been the easiest. The path only has gotten more narrow and serious. And, um, yes, this has contributed to my heavy heart. Um, mainly because, mainly because when you're at zero point and you, you can see everything for what it is and not what you want it to be, just the way that it is and the way that the divine intended for it to be shown to you. Thus, that means housing, housing the space of basically just mirroring creation. I'm sorry if my words befuddle me right now. I'm sorry. Um, it's just 
such a bitch to do it. Like I said, an elusive cloak. Even as I'm trying to speak on it, it is escaping me. And you could argue, well, does that really make it a real thing? Well, uh, are your thoughts a real thing? You see what I'm saying? In spirituality, we look at the symbol symbolism of a thing. We look at the symbolism to better understand and to better be prepared for what life has to bestow us and the afterlife. Because everything here in this realm is concrete. Everything is more so black and white. Even the gray areas have boundaries and a purpose. And those things that are more abstract are only abstract by perception. Because why? Perception is everything. Imposter syndrome is an abstract of who you don't think you are it is an abstract of who the world may want you to be versus what efforts you have truly put in it was shown to me actually more than on more than one occasion i found myself overqualified for jobs that I was applying to. I found myself underqualified for experiences that I had attracted. But that's the thing with imposter syndrome because the qualifications vary in both fields, in both um in both uh areas, right? So what happens when you're faced with opportunity and you've put in the work but the work hasn't reaped you enough for you to identify, yeah, that's me. I did that. What happens? Hmm. Well, I have also experienced so many great highs through my healing process that I've been honored to share with others, so honored to share with others, and I don't take that shit for granted whatsoever. Just to put that out there, if you have been in my life in any way, small or large, you know what I'm saying, no matter what level you're at, you know I'm going to meet you where you at, but first, but first, I have to accept where I am. So, dealing with imposter syndrome really, really came up when I started uh, aligning with different opportunities and realized that I just didn't feel up to par. I didn't feel up for the task. I didn't feel like it was for me. What causes this? What can uh, really contribute to imposter syndrome? Well, um... For one, uh, not being in the right field of work can most definitely give one imposter syndrome once the alignment has been reconfigured, as has been the case for me. 
Secondly, being scattered. Being scattered and having your fragments, having fragments of yourself scattered about your scope of influence uh, can really also contribute to imposter syndrome because you're not being reflected back the whole of you. And God knows how important it is to rise and end your days with knowing that you indeed are whole, a whole being, and whole as in healed, whole as in full, whole as in provided for, whole as in a direct reflection of source, whole as in you are nothing still, even as you are everything. It is a heavy fragmentation that causes this syndrome. And I have to speak on it for those who may be living out timelines that may no longer be relevant. For those that are living out timelines that inflict self-harm. For those who are living in timelines that are outdated For those that are living in timelines that cause denial of who you are and who others are and what this world and reality truly is. Imposter syndrome is a bitch, but it is also very enlightening once you can um, put your finger on it, once you can call it out. Like many other things, you know, in uh, exorcisms, you have to call out the name. You have to cast out the demon by calling it by its name. The last thing demons want is for light to be shown upon them. Don't get me wrong, some can survive it. (laughs) But many, many will thrash and become violent once that light is shown. And I guess I am hoping that to be the case with this particular topic. I wish I had better anecdotes for this topic. But what I can tell you is to always check yourself before you make a decision that can alter the direction of your destiny. Because, ho, 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 don't think that that what is meant for you, a.k.a. your destiny, is escapable. Your destiny is really the grand picture, the big picture. Your destiny is like the quote underneath your picture in the yearbook. That summarization. Now take that quote and... Use that to, as the lens, to describe your life's journey from start to finish, from start to now. That is your destiny, okay? Think of a quote that feels applicable for you right now, that you feel applies to your path. 
and I want you to repeat it to yourself and notice how it makes you feel first. And as you notice how it makes you feel, honor those feelings. How do you honor those feelings? Well, you can either accept them as they are without further understanding them, regardless, that is the compassionate route. Actually, both takes are compassion. And you can also track the root of the feeling based off the thoughts that are formed around it. So let's say, for me, my yearbook quote is... Hmm. What would my yearbook quote be? I actually don't remember my yearbook quote. Um, <laughs> I don't even have my high school yearbook. That just shows you how much I even cared. By the time it was time to go, like, I didn't even care, bro. I did not care. I barely got a fucking class shirt. I got one, but I barely got that shit. I didn't even go to, you know, certain senior events, you know, everybody, every school has their, their rituals and traditions for that shit, so, you know, I was a very, uh, low-impact participant in the senior experience in high school, so, you know, I was more so focused on getting my life started and learning what I needed to learn from life rather than from the stupidity and, and the, um, malice of institutions and things of that nature you know being all woke and shit at an early age fun stuff so I don't know what my actual yearbook quote was but at this point in time I could say let's say my motto to keep it sacred right and I repeat that to myself keep it sacred keep it sacred how true does it feel when you tell yourself these things? How true does it feel? This is how you can identify where imposter syndrome has caused a mask of illusion in your being. A, a cognitive dissonance is something that happens when we detach our knowledge from our experience and application. It causes a hindrance in practicing, you know what I'm saying? In practicing our principles and what we have been taught. Now, once you figure out where it's coming from, you now have majority of the energy work done. And I know it may be hard, to face and be that real with yourself because it has been a big ass pill to swallow the ways in which like the quote I opened with the ways in which I have cast these chains and these masks and these self-sabotage upon my life I know it is hard but but You have to start somewhere. Because if you don't check you, you can guarantee 
that whatever is being neglected is still going to be reflected, no matter if you checked it. I'll say that again. What has been neglected is still going to be reflected, no matter if you have checked it. That is just law of reflection. So, I would like to end on an upful note. Because this was, again, a personal take. Um, you know, an honest share. And if you are hearing this, then that means that I finally conquered allowing imposter syndrome to become a blanket rather than a cloak of illusion in my own life, in my own practice, in my own business, in my art. And have felt detached enough and okay enough to say, fuck it, I'm going to publish this shit, even though I probably sound a little crazy. Because that is a, uh, you know, that is a deciding factor. <laughs> that is a deciding factor as as an expressionist, you know. Do I really want to release this shit out into the world? Because once I do, mm, the ripples, the ripples, you know what I'm saying? So, um... If you're listening to this now, then there's a reason why. And I I hope that you found something, something in this broadcasting that you can get some silver lining out of. That gives you some empowerment to cast out your own demons and to remove the mask and the cloak. Because just because someone is real, just because you can keep it real, does not make you infallible to the ways that, or the things that may distract you. That does not make you infallible, okay? If anything, I have grown to know and accept that being real is being present. Being present is being in the moment no matter how ugly that shit is. No matter how beautiful that shit is. To be present is to be real. And to be real and to breed more realness, we got to keep it sacred and check ourselves before the neglect comes and bites us in the ass, okay? Because there's too much opportunity and abundance out here for any one of us to just pick up real quick. For me or you to even think that our self-esteem is low enough for us to not be ready at any given moment. You got that? I really hope so. Because I'm listening to my damn self. <laughs> Alright? I am at my 40-minute mark. I will bid you adieu, my good lord. And I hope this reaches your ears well. I hope your heart is lighter. And I 
I pray you forgive yourself and forgive others enough to take the next big step. Alright? Much love. Until next time. Yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, um, there will be a different protocol. Um, looking to be in more spaces, doing live podcasts. So if you want to be a part of it and get in and speak on an episode, the best thing to do is to invite I and I to whatever it is that is being held for uh business purposes no whatever the reason is you know even if it's just you having a kitchen table conversation with your family or you are having a a pop-up shop or whatever the instance is that you feel there warrants there being a sharing of the dialogue on record let us just know And we can work something out, alright? I will be sending out, well, rather, I will be posting my list of topics, uh, big topics to cover. And there will be, you know, some intermittent rambles in between. So, um, yeah. I love you. Um, let's get our shit together. And, uh... Leave the hindsight where it's at. Leave the hindsight where it's at. I have nothing else. I have no witty. I have no other witty things to say. So let me just go ahead and close this out. All right. Peace until next time. It's your girl, Masta, a.k.a. Stella, whatever's clever. Peace.